Welcome back to the Body Podcast and a special three-part series in honor of the Get Your Shit Together Challenge. Today, Sky and Ramsey are talking all about the protein points and why most people fail to hit their fitness goals and or end their exercise routine due to injury. All right, you guys. Happy Sunday. You got me, Ramsey. And me, Sky. And we're talking protein. So, um, as Nikki said, we are so excited for the challenge. And one of the elements that Sky and I are so excited for is the protein element and really breaking it down for all of you. Because protein is important. Exactly. And for both of us, between every single challenge, I think that's the number one thing, regardless if it's any of our clients or any challenge we have, this is always kind of the... The biggest roadblock for people of like why they can't hit their protein or how can they hit their protein. So today we're giving you the good tea. So um, first we just want to start off the importance of it. So Sky is going to start it off and we're just going to follow bounce off each other. All right. Okay. Like Ramsey said, protein is always the most important macronutrient on your mm-hmm. plate. It's also the hardest macro to hit. Yeah. I have done this and you've done this for years, Ramsey. Yeah. We have yet to see a client who is overeating protein. I've yet to tell someone to dial it back on the protein. (laughs) So with that, protein, to make it really simple, is the building blocks of muscle. In order to build muscle, you need an adequate amount of protein. Protein is also going to be the macro that keeps you feeling full longer. Mm -hmm. So if you're trying to stay in any type of caloric deficit, it's going to help curb those hunger, those kind of hunger pains. Um, Also, it, like I said, it's the building block of your muscles. It helps build, it helps repair. It is so crucially important to so many of your body's functions, whether that is the whole body thinking um, different hormone processes, your skin, your muscles. It is, I mean, gosh, protein, she is queen. Protein is queen. She is queen. I was just about to say that. I was like, protein is king and queen. It doesn't matter who you are. And especially I was talking to someone, I think for us, it's really easy for us to talk about nutritional elements. Mm-hmm. Whereas some people not knowing, well, why do I have brittle nails? Why mm-hmm. about my hair? Why am I always injured? There's so many things. And Honestly, if you look at your plate every day and you eat a bagel for breakfast, Mm -hmm. you probably might not eat lunch. You might have a coffee and then you have pizza or something. Think of like your total day right there. There is no protein. And I think for most people, I mean, for you too, you can look at someone's total day and it's like, well, I eat enough, but are you eating actually the right things? So to piggyback off that, I have a lot of experience eating out in Scottsdale. Yes. And what's amazing is you can get a great healthy option yeah. and the protein is very low. Yes. So when you're looking at your wrap, your salad, your sandwich, sure, there might be a chicken, a steak, a fish, a tofu on there, but how much? Yeah. You know, I recently went to, um, I don't know if it should not say the name, but <laughs> anonymous, yeah, a, a really yummy place. I got a protein bowl and the protein count I could tell you was less than two ounces. That sucks. And I, you know, I think to myself, I know that, but the average person is going to think I had chicken on the bowl. I'm good to go. Yeah. And that's not the case. And I think that's what makes it so sad when it's like protein bowl. But then when you are actually educated, you're like, 
you kind of want to say something, but then we will never be those people. No. But that's why marketing and Sky and I work really well together. We work hand in hand with just knowing certain factual information. I mean, whether it's real, whether it's artificial or certain components of does it taste good, but is it actually good for mm-hmm. you? Exactly. I think like that's two of the biggest things for us. So with that, um, protein, we talk about how hard it is for a lot of people and that's why we're here and we're going to nail this first for everybody. Um, and kind of just talk about the goals. So as you guys join our challenge, or if you haven't yet, you still have a little bit of time. You'll have three days. You have to by Wednesday. Um, our goal is really to set every single person up, whether Mm -hmm. your goal is weight loss, maybe it's to actually gain more lean muscle mass, it could be anywhere from you just finding the right amount for you. And so for us, it's actually letting people know, well, what would be a good parameter for you? Yeah. So, um, I thought it was really, really cool when we were thinking about this program and really over the last five, six podcasts, um, going off of talking with Scott Picard, the host, and we had Dr. Amishan, she yeah. said something so crazy to me for people that work out or exercise three to five times a week. of them are deficient in protein. That's honestly crazy how many people. I mean, that essentially means 78% of our gym is not eating enough protein. Yeah. And I mean, you think of it, you could look on Instagram and you're like, but there's all these people that probably do. But out of the source of like every single gym in the United States, I don't know where studies are conducted. Mm -hmm. But even when I was looking on my own and I'm I could scroll and scroll and scroll and still look at how that was the most deficient um, source of macronutrients. So It it doesn't surprise me because the thing with food is fat and carbs are going to be in nearly every food you consume. Absolutely. Protein will not be. And I think that knowing that, we should put more effort in our day of where our protein sources are coming from rather than just making the focus carbs and fats because honestly getting your carbs and fats to fit or fall where you want them to, that's a simpler process. Yeah. The protein element requires that extra thought, that extra work. Mm-hmm. Um, and piggybacking off of that too, if you haven't noticed or done one of our challenges, Sky and I could really ramble and just feed off each other. <laughs> for I didn't realize how excited I get until Same. I listen to my podcast and I'm like, I'm like salivating. Jesus, take the wheel. <laughs> like, why am I so excited? Gosh. But I think... For myself and for you too, it's like having that protein element for us and being able to actually talk about it and allow people to understand that you're going to have carbs and fats in literally anything and everything that you consume. Everything. And then when you start to realize how much protein's on a plate, it might be a little sad, but I also think having the educational pieces of this is going to be so much power. Um, so... With that, we want to save everyone time, but also have you enjoy your weekend with a little bit of education. With the protein component, you're like, well, I don't eat enough. How you have to start with this, I think starting on the smaller end, like you can't just dive right in and be like, oh, I'm going to hit this amount no matter what. Well, you mm-hmm. should prepare yourself. We're going to give you a couple of different tips. But knowing, I was looking up different ranges of 0.6 of your body weight. That should be really the lowest for anyone that exercises. Minimum. Like if you are a hundred pounds, like 60 grams of protein, that's two of my little chicken packets. Pretty yeah. much. <laughs> like, well, and, and like we have said, 0.6 of your body, percent of your body weight equaling grams of protein yeah. should be absolute minimum. We're going to go out on a 
pretty comfortable limb and say 0.8 to 1.0 grams yeah. per body weight is going to be a better place to start. Absolutely, yeah. We're talking minimum because we understand if you're eating incredibly low protein right now, it's very hard to jump up to one gram per Mm -hmm. body weight pound. Yeah. So start small, but know that the more protein you're consuming, the easier it is to maintain your muscle mass, the easier it is to stay in a deficit if that's what you're looking for, the easier it is to stay in a surplus and gain muscle if that's what you're looking for, or just maintain. Yeah. And especially repair. I didn't realize until looking through like all of my notes and I was wondering, like I did it last night looking at my journals for my wedding, how I wasn't so sore. I'm like, maybe it's because I'm getting older. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that was kicking my ass. But but honestly, I had those little chicken packs and I finally referred back. I'm like, okay, don't grab the chips, don't grab the popcorn. Yeah. I don't say that in a way of like deprivation, but I'm saying like I want to get my shit together. Yeah. I want to feel good. And when you are replenishing those amino acids that you are losing, and as you work out in the gym, our workouts aren't easy. I'm going to tell you right there. But that way, if you're getting the right amount of protein in, you're not going to be as sore. Your body's going to be able to recover faster. You're going to feel more lean, tight tone. Mm-hmm. Hate all those type of um, buzzwords. Words. Yeah. Hate those words. But I think the best way to say it is you're just going to feel better. And I think like internally and externally. So, well, and then Ramsey, you make a good point, like talking about coming home and doing maybe a chicken packet as your snack, or like, I love my little tuna packs yeah. um, versus things like, you know, foods that are marketed as protein sources, <sighs> but are not predominantly protein. So uh, Ramsey and I have talked about reading nutrition labels mm-hmm. is really important. Not having your head in the sand, not falling for marketing where it says high in protein, because I mean, what does the word high mean? mean. It could mean like three grams of protein equals high for that particular company. So, um, what we recommend really is flipping that label and taking a look at the total calorie amount, but more importantly, your macros on the back, your proteins, your carbs, your fats. Um, one common one that Rims and I hear often is, oh, I did nuts or I did peanut butter for my oh protein. Oh my gosh. Which, girl, don't get me wrong. I love me some peanut butter. I love, I love peanut, peanut butter. butter. But mm. if you flip that label, peanut butter is a fat source because the main macronutrient, the macronutrient that has the highest amount of, of grams is going to be what that food source is. So for example, mm-hmm. an average peanut butter label, if you flip it around, it might have, you know, eight grams of protein per serving, but 14 to 17 grams of fat. Yeah. It's a fat source. Yeah. And that's the thing that sucks so bad is that marketing is so smart. I it mean, wants you to fall for it. Yes. And just the way of how everything is, I think our feel your fall this last year with our programs, we try to educate on like the source of knowing if something says high protein or yes, it's a protein bar. Yeah. Giving you the power, just exactly like how Sky just said, turn it around, look at the mm-hmm. numbers. If there is a seven grams of fat and there's a one gram of protein, it's and a fat source. That's a fat source. So it has protein in it, but I think with peanut butter and things like that, they see that there's people that are wanting to lift and exercise. And what do you know? There's people like us telling people to get their protein. So they're mm-hmm. like, high protein, twist my yeah, arm. Exactly. <laughs> well, and I think another good point you bring up, Ramsey, is having the power to choose the foods that you put in your pantry, in your fridge, on yeah. your plate. And then also knowing that you're protein sources can be very, very varied. 
because oftentimes I'll have people say, oh my gosh, I can't eat any more chicken, steak, fish. Think outside the box. Your food mm-hmm. sources that aren't predominantly protein can help you get to that goal. But just knowing that, hey, this might be a carb source that has protein in it, it will benefit my protein goal, but I'm not going to use it as the protein on my plate. A mm-hmm. great example is I love um, chickpea pasta. Yeah, It has anywhere from 10 to 12 grams of protein per serving and then around 30 to 40-ish grams of carbs mm-hmm. depending on the, the brand. That's going to be a carb source, but a carb source that has more protein. Yeah. So then when I add it into my actual protein source, my chicken, my fish, my tofu, it's bumping up the protein for the total meal, but I'm not relying on it to be my main star. Right. The noodles yeah. aren't queen today. Chicken's queen today. Yes. <laughs> and I think that's like the best thing for anyone to do when they're first getting started is find that higher protein and then see what you can add and build to your plate. Like if you love taco bowls and you want to start off, whether it's tofu or uh, lean chicken breast, Mm -hmm. then you add black beans in there. Beans are so underrated. Oh my gosh. Get beans in your life. The fiber, the, the protein amount in the carbs. Yeah. And just the amount of like micronutrients, if you like a lot of different vegetables all together, like there's so many ways that you can build a plate where people don't realize, or I think another like good thing to look at is how you did that cottage cheese thing. I love cottage cheese. And don't get me wrong. Like I've gone through phases. It's a weird thing. Whereas like the texture sometimes messes with me, but then I looked on TikTok. You can blend that stuff up. Also, um, I just need to pick. Uh, I have a bone to pick with Gen Z. You guys didn't find cottage cheese. Us old people have been eating cottage <laughs> cheese since we were children. Stop selling it out of the stores. Like it's been a thing for years. Oh. But Ramsey's right. Multiple ways to eat cottage cheese. Snacks like that, you know, like you said, chicken packs, tuna packs, cottage cheese, Greek yogurt. All of those will have an element of protein. Mm. Um, you know, what are some other things like you like to have, Ramsey, like for easy protein? I mean, eggs. Eggs are super easy. And I think when you're, if you're making, some people think making an omelet is hard. Y'all, you can get an omelet maker on Amazon for $12.99. A deal. All you got to do is a deal. I'm like, and it's so nice. It's just, you put your eggs, you put some spinach, you sprinkle a little bit of tomato, whatever you might want in it. And it's so simple. I think between that different protein powders that are really good, I'm all about like a whole food first before anything else. However, it's still going to be a win for you to take steps forward into your day. And so I always tell people like, and you're the same way. It's like, find something, eat that first. That's going to get you ahead of the day. And then over time, as you build onto your day, I mean, you're going to be more successful with it. So oh, completely. I'm a huge chicken person though. Like growing up in Montana, my dad really ruined beef until I go home. Then I love me a good steak, but like turkey, yeah. turkey, chicken, beef, fish. I'm a huge tofu person. Yeah. I think tofu is really and underrated. You're phenomenal with, yeah. Um, I also, you know, thinking kind of outside the box, I really love edamame as yeah. a protein source. It's going to have um, an element of fat, but also a big boost of protein. And then when we talk about staples, you know, Mm -hmm. I, Ramsey agrees with me here a hundred percent, but accessibility of food, don't take anything we're saying of, Oh, you need to go rush out and buy all organic free range. No, No, I'm a huge believer in things like canned chicken, canned tuna. Um, tofu is an awesome one. I just mentioned that because it doesn't go bad in the fridge for a lot longer than maybe like a raw meat does. Um, 
then as we talk about things like beans, like canned food is going to be less expensive. We know grocery bills are out of control oh right gosh. now. So finding staples for yourself that don't have to break the bank, but that mm-hmm. aren't also breaking your macro bank. Yes. Like Rams likes to say. Yes. So that you can have those. Um, I had just recently posted a chicken salad. I always use canned chicken because I can get, I think it's an eight pack at Costco of those huge chicken for $12. And they're so, I think we're kind of lucky right now with the Going into the fall programs, it's getting cold, so you kind of yeah. want like soups and this and the hearty stuff, which is also what makes it like a good challenge. But now you can have those cold chicken, like those little chicken salads. Um, oh yeah, the chicken salad wraps. Yes, the, the lettuce wraps. Yes, those are good. There's just so many different avenues that you can go around, and if you find those staples, you get them at a place like Costco. You are going to save so much more money. Completely. And whether you're solo, whether you're shopping for four people, five people, um, I think that's the biggest thing is when we start this challenge, Sky and I have worked really hard just to show you even our staples that are affordable. And I'm not someone to say, don't you, y'all, you should go to Walmart. I'm telling you that Walmart has the best produce, the best prices, the best. They're avocados. If you guys take off my staples, I might be a little mad at you, but yeah, yeah. (laughs) actually, well, I'm lucky because I live a little bit farther out. So don't come to my stores. Don't eat my cottage cheese. Leave it. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Come on, Trader Joe's. Oh. See, I wish they had like a saved box for me. In the I back. know. <laughs> we, we should try and set that up. Right. Um, but our main goal with protein this year is truly to, with the economy, and both Sky and I love taking on clients, but for both of us, I think we're both so busy and we're so excited to build and expand and have body grow in the different avenues that for us, it can, we want everyone to benefit from the information that we can do together. Yeah. Because two is better than one. We have the accountability aspect. And then also for any of you that do come to body and you have or need to see an example of any type of supplementation, look at the barbell bars. That's all I have to say. Yes. Is there's such a great bar as far as seeing what's on the back, how much fibers in it. And then also, yes, this day and age, bath and body work candles are not good for you. Nothing is going to be good for you, but little steps are in the right direction is better than so far south mm-hmm. in the wrong direction. Not totally. like right or wrong, good or bad, but also there is a way for you to progress. Um, yeah. And, and always trying to improve like the things that you're eating. Totally. And just, you know, building off that, not every single one of your protein staples, like we're talking about has to be a perfect home cooked meal. No. You know, obviously that's going to be an important aspect, but when you're out and about, you know, things like jerky or beef sticks, yes. those are great options. You yes. know, like Ramsey said, a quality protein bar, um, on the go shake. Ramsey yes. loves those fair life shakes. Oh yeah. Um, I usually bring a scoop of protein. I usually do X endurance protein just in a shaker because I know no matter where I'm going, I'm going to have water in my car. If I want to get a milk, any drive through coffee place, you can buy a cup of milk or almond milk, whatever you like. Um, And I just have to say, there are a lot of people that haven't tried protein powders since the first time they have. Oh my gosh. So y'all, I can promise you it is so much better. And if you, when you start to find a protein powder and you kind of weigh out your pros and cons of what your goals are, when your goals are big enough, you're going to have something in your car at all times. Not only that, when you start seeing the results and you start feeling better, it does become more addictive to do things that make you feel good. So 
We hope that these little tidbits that we'll be giving you on Sundays. Titty bits. Help you out. Titty bits. (laughs) The titty bits, baby. Um, Protein titty bits. Help you guys out. And for sure, this year, that's really one of our goals. With this challenge, you have the accountability. You have to sign up by Wednesday. Sign up. May 17th. Sky and I are adamant about no time after because we want to dive right in right when it gets started. So... Bye Wednesday, and we hope you guys have a good Sunday. Go to Costco, get your protein. Protein up, baby. Can't wait. Good day. Bye.